State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind, yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded, the disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it, we speak the truth, so they quote it. Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast, it's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping, and once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt, they throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB. Don't get it twisted. On code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Ghetto boys in the house. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world in the studio. 
Terry Grossman. What's up, y'all? What's up, T? Man, pleasure to be here, brother. T. Got me in the ghetto boys reloaded. Boy, you looking spiffy over there, man. Hey, man. Hey. Got, got the beard out. I, I never knew you had the beard. You going, going wild with the beard now. Yeah, man, I just yeah. tried to do a little something different. I will grow. It decided to grow. Now, is that one of the beers with the, the, with the black glue, stuff in it? With the glue in it? No, this ain't glued real, in. That's the real. Yeah, this is a real beer. Yeah. <laughs> it don't itch in two weeks. And nothing, nothing, ain't no shoe polish on there? Uh-uh, you don't use the polish. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about dudes that had those beers when they had a shoe polish on the beards? And- well, you, you, don't know if they, you don't know if it's their color, <laughs> if they're original color or a shoe polish, because you'll never see it with a white shirt on. <laughs> I never thought about that. Uh. Yeah, never one number black and some dark blue. Cause guess what? When it's gonna leak, it's gonna be all up in here and around here, just like a curl. It's gonna leak. <laughs> That's a damn good point, man. Yeah. So if you see somebody with a black shirt on the summer, oh, it's died. Man, look, you're from where? You're from Houston. Yeah, Acres Homes. Yeah, Acres Homes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so growing up in Acres Homes. Do you remember a time where you wasn't like a funny man, like a dude that just cracked jokes and stuff? And yo, man, uh, man, I I can't remember because I think uh, I could just say ever since I was probably seven, I think this started. But then you know you don't know. I could tell you a story right quick. I'll make it quick. Uh, my mom's best friend. You know, we used to go to the house over off off of uh, Titwell. And then she whooped her daughter one time. She was in there just whooping her. I was like, God dang, we was little kids. I'm like, man, oh, we ain't finna get it too. The little girl come out crying. <laughs> Cause I know we ain't do nothing. The little girl come out crying. I say, like, God dog, man, this little girl won't start crying. So I, I don't know, man. I just picked up a banana and put it in my mouth, started acting like a monkey. The little girl stopped crying and started laughing. And the girl followed me all over that house, man. Now, you seven years old, from, man. They had bananas. They had, they had bananas banana on the table. Banana. You know, back in the day, your mama had all the fruit on the table. That was fake fruit, fruits, though. Well, some of them, that, that was real. That was a real one. That was a real banana. I ate uh. that damn banana. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you, you did that to make her laugh. Make her laugh because yeah. I didn't want to see her cry anymore because uh. she was really crying, man. And when you <laughs> when you hit that when you hit hit that right there. Oh, yeah, man. She was into it. So I said, man, I can't take this. And I remember, I'll never forget that, man. I was seven. And I don't know if that's how it started, but then, yeah, could be. Were you a class clown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got kicked out a lot of classes. Now, what elementary did you go to? I went to, uh, uh, which one I went to? I went to uh, Williams. Williams? Yeah, and they home. Um, you got MC Williams? The, uh, Did you go to Booker T? I went to Booker T high school. Okay. Yeah. But that was middle And in middle school, I went to Shoutwell because we moved around a lot. Right. Yeah, our parents moved, man. Was it like once a year? Um, once I, a can, year? I just know we stayed in a whole lot of houses and a bunch of apartments. That's all I know. I just know we kept something packed. We yeah. didn't unpack everything. <laughs> like fugitives. <laughs> For the future move. <laughs> Was was this something that carried on in your adulthood, like in your adult yeah. life? Mm-hmm. It's come from being, you know, when I was young, I really like, like, really just, I really didn't like a lot of people around me all the time. I really kind of like a lonely dude. So it was really like came from like that being, 
I don't know, dude. I had like a couple of friends I used to hang with, but other than that, I just didn't really like hang with a lot of people. And to this day, I still don't. Um, even though I know a lot of people, I just don't hang around a lot of people. But it came from, it could come, comedy can come from depression. You see what I'm saying? So you see a lot of comics that are comedians, they have been depressed a lot. So if you remember Rodney, uh, Rodney, Rodney uh, Williams, the guy that killed himself, white guy, comedian. Robin Williams. Robert Williams. Yeah, he started, he was depressed. Mm-hmm. That's come from depression. So you do comedy to avoid your depression. So that's where you see a lot of comics when they get off, man, they just be like, they just lay back. Have you experienced depression? Depression? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Is that why you yeah. got in into comedy? Or? Um, I don't. I just got into it because I don't know, man. I guess it's always was in me to be into it. But I was. What really happened? How do I really got to be a comedian? Was this guy named David Bradford? He was a comedian. He was an actor. He was doing plays. He was doing commercials in Houston, and he took me to the comedy club. Was that the hip hop comedy stop? Hip hop comedy stop. Right off of yeah. Cross Timbers at that hotel right off Cross Timbers and 45 and Cross Timbers. So that was before it moved to downtown. Right. That was the first one. Yeah, I remember that hotel. Yeah. They used to, they used to uh, that's why I saw Roger Troutman. Roger, oh, really? Roger Troutman played there once. At that hotel? Yeah, I went on a double date, you know, with this chick. He was on. Oh, okay. I went. On, I, I went on a double date. Right. And my homeboy was with this chick that I used to mess with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure this one out. <laughs> Who won? <laughs> well, it was. I mean, I I won because yeah. you know she was for the streets. You know, like uh-huh. hey, I'm just keeping a buck, bro. Any chick that dates another dude, homeboy. Yeah. If she knows that y'all have a relationship and she hook up with that other dude. Yeah. She for the streets. She's streets. I mean, it don't say too much about the homie either, but you know, mm-hmm. you know how we did when we was growing up. You know, it was bros before. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. she's street. Yeah, yeah, she has some miles on that thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. The trip part about it is that I think uh, could have been a good girl. She had potential, you know. But you know, mm. a lot of times you get caught up in. Um, and y'all dated for a while. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. She wasn't. Right. It was just a chick that I was. You know, kind of kicked it with or whatever. I got you. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure that any woman that I've ever committed to would stoop that low. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. talking about committed to because you have to really know and learn. You have to learn a woman to know that what she's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to learn a woman. Now, I understand there's always exceptions because somebody's like, well, I knew my woman for 20 years and that she that did. You know. Yeah, you know, so you have to learn. You have to learn a woman. And if you learn somebody, it's just like learning a friend. You know, you're learning your homeboy. Like, you know, nah, yeah. that ain't that ain't him. He ain't, right. That ain't that, he ain't that dude, you know. Yeah, because if she's snoring at night, and you know her. If she's just now starts snoring, you, you didn't never know her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gwen. <laughs> Man, yeah, I know Gwen. So, 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 getting back on track, you, mm-hmm. you, you picked up uh, David Bradford. Right, right, right. He, he was a good friend of mine, man. We said, bro, he took me, like, we come pick me up, say, man, listen, man, we we gonna go to this comedy club. So he went out, watched him for the first time. I was like, hey, man, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I ain't gonna, man, you wasn't funny, man. 
that stuff you were saying wasn't funny at all. I said, "Want you to switch it up? Like, I'm not even a comic yet. Just switch it up, man. Say this before you say that. I'm telling him what to say. He said, man, that's a good idea. We got a second show. I said, okay, cool. He did a second show, and it worked. You know what I'm saying? That joke that I told him, it worked. He said, man, why don't you help me write? I said, well, okay, I'll help you. So, you know, I helped him out. He go back again. He was slamming again. He was doing good. He kept going good. He said, get on stage. I said, man, I ain't getting on that stage, man. You crazy as <laughs> hell. I'm a street comic. I, I go out in these streets and rank on you right now. Yeah. You want to rank? Let's go get it. But when you, then one day he took me out, man. We was drinking and stuff, bro. I was getting drunk. Then they called my name. Rushon called my name. Never forget it. Called my name one day. I'm sitting in the back like. Rushon McDonald. Rushon Peace out, Ruth. Uh, he called my name. I said, golly. Man, I walked up there, man. Oh, like I was, man, I grabbed that mic, man. Man, I didn't know. I wasn't sweating. I was leaking. <laughs> <laughs> when you leak, you leak. I was like, golly, man, I didn't know what to do, man. I just started going off the top of my head. Just started going. So I tell him stuff, man, about my neighborhood, where I was from. It goes home. Boom, 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 man. Growing up with the AC and the window, man. You better get by it. Better get by it. Like you, just all that little stuff. Like God, I was saying, it was, you get three minutes. And once you get to three minutes, you got to come off. So I didn't know. I went over a little bit. He had to explain to me, boom, 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 just by coming. Got off. Did it again. And I just kept going. Never got off stage. I feel like that's where I was supposed to be. The first time I saw you on a comedy stage, you was the Sandman. Yeah. (laughs) You come out and do all that goofy stuff and stuff. Oh, yeah, at the hip hop. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 That's where I first saw you. (laughs) On a Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. So so did you start like doing doing the stand up or did you start doing the Sandman? No, no, no. I started I started with I started as a comedian first, but I wasn't getting on stage, but I was getting on stage every Thursday was amateur night. Mm -hmm. It was going on six months. I'm still on amateur night. So Rushon said, I'm gonna start Apollo night and I already know I'm that was Friday nights. Oh Thursday nights. No, I'm talking about at at, uh, the new one. When they moved to Main Street. Well, Main Street was Thursday night. Apollo night was Thursday night. Um, then you 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 get on the main stage on Friday and Saturday. Okay, that, well, I, I went to the main stage. You know, I was, yeah, you I was that, no, you went Thursday. You saw you know, me. Friday, you know, yeah, Friday, you went the weekend Saturday. too. Yeah. yeah. So, Rashawn said, "Man, I'm finna start this year." I said, "Man, let me be. The, let me do the same, man. I'll be the same, man." He said, man, I don't know. He said, man, I can't pay. I said, man, I ain't looking for no money, man. Just let me just, I said, I was trying to get in the door. I had to find a way to get in this door. He said, I said, I do the same, man. I do it. I did it every Thursday for free. Not, I ain't never got paid for that. Never. But five, what am we doing? About four or five years, maybe? Three? I say about four years. I'm just going to put four. Every Thursday. And I just developed my comedy. He let me do my comedy. Then I go switch and be the same, man. Comedy, go switch and be the same, man. And so that's how I got my foot in the door to get on the weekend. So I started opening up for Steve. I started opening up for um, uh, Dale Hughley, over there, Cedric. I was, every weekend I was there. Rushon put me on every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Started getting a little bread then. When you mentioned David Bradford. Yeah. I know that Rashawn used to work with a dude named David that moved that, to California. That's David Raybone. That was the police officer. That was David Rayborn. Yeah, it was David yeah, Rayborn. Man. They was partners. Yes. It was partners. David Rayborn. Mm-hmm. Man, what happened happened to Dave? So I, da- know, I know he moved to L.A., but then right. I, I stopped hearing about it. No, Dave started writing for sitcoms. 
Okay. So he started, he became a, a really great writer in L.A. Mm. He started doing comedy in L.A., and then he became a writer, and that's where it picked up at. You know, okay. he was a great writer. For, a lot of sitcoms has his name on it. Mm. So, yeah, that's what he does. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. We're in a really strange space right now with comedy. Mm. You know, mm. I'm a comedy connoisseur. I mean, yeah. Who could consider himself a scholar of all things comedy? Mm. Hey, man. In your opinion, is comedy still flourishing uh, in in the, I guess, in in the uh, social space that we're in right now with everybody being canceled? You know, you say mm-hmm. say something, you know, you trigger something and boom, next thing you know, you're canceled. How do you navigate through all of that, you know, and and, and be authentic? So the world is getting soft. I'm going to put it like that. We're getting soft, man. And it, we used to be hard, man. People can take anything, man, be hard. The world is just getting so soft. So I'm looking at it like, you can't say this. So what I do, I when something first come out about an incident, I sit back and I wait. And I just watch everybody else take that lead and talk about it on stage first. I just let them do it and see how it's going to turn out. So when they do that, I'll be like, yeah. Then all of a sudden they cancel. So I know if you're going to go live, don't say it. You know what I'm saying? You know you got a camera in that room. And you filming yourself, don't say it. Because they're going to come back, they're going to cancel you out, you done. So that's when a lot of cats get get canceled. So me, I just, I don't talk about it. I talk about other stuff. So when they talk about how the gay community was down on, on the comics now, you can't say this, you can't say that. Um, then I sit back and watch these guys say what they want them to say. And then guess what? Guess who's at the top of the the meat chamber? Them guys. And them guys bring it down. They cancel you out. So a lot of comments got canceled. And they got to go back to the circuit again and try to get it, try to eat. But it's a lot of guys that didn't get canceled also. It's like, it, it's like I, I think that when it comes to cancel culture, people have a very short memory. And... You know, they go crazy. That's just outrage when it first happens. And then after two, three weeks, they're gone to something else. It's like, we can't be That's mad. It. They're just going to something else. It's so much stuff to be right. mad at. Right. That they constantly are switching gears and now we're mad at this. What we, Like people wake up, okay, what are we mad at today? Mm-hmm. And okay, who are we mad at today? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're mad at this person. I personally believe that if a if a comic says what he wants to say, and I I still think that comedy can be done done with good taste. You can have to rewrite you know, it. I think it's, but I, yeah, but I think comedy can still be done with good taste. And sometimes I hear comedians say stuff like, "Well, I'm gonna say whatever I want to say," mm-hmm. and it's comic. You know, it's comedy, and you're supposed to take the pain and blah, 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 blah. That's true, but comedians don't say anything they want to say because no. it's certain things, and we know it's certain people that we know they never talk about in a derogatory manner. 
Mm-hmm. If they say something about him, it's going to be jokey joke, ha ha, but it ain't going to be like, you know, right. in a derogatory manner. Because I've heard comedians, many, many comedians crack j- slave jokes, but I've heard very few say anything about the Holocaust, you know, like, right. like a joke about the Holocaust. No one. I they, haven't. They don't play that. I've heard a couple of uh, white comedians do it, mm-hmm. like Jewish comedians, but. Not, not to the degree that I hear black, uh, black people, uh, black comics, right, uh, make jokes about slavery. No, we really it's a, well <clears throat> with Def Jam was I was it was a few guys that was talking about slavery, but other than that, you don't like you say you don't hear every comic talking about it because to me it gets, it can get boring or it can touch some touch a feeling if you're talking about. Slavery on stage, and all slavery is about the N word. That nigga this, that nigga that, the nigga this, that nigga that. But you talking about it on you talking about it on stage so bad, you really getting every comic an opportunity to talk about it. So if I'm laughing at that real hard, hey man, I'm gonna make up me something about the slavery. I'm gonna make up me something about it. Next thing you know, you got some of the white co- white comedians gonna talk about it. Now you want to get mad at them, but why? You you started it. Now you mad at the white com- white comic because he's talking about it. You can't get mad. I, Is that akin to uh, the white news anchor? What was her name? Barbie. What's that woman's name? Um, I'll come back to her name, but it's mm. Barbie something. The white woman in, I think, I think she's from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, she's in Mississippi. She was quoting Snoop Dogg's lyrics, and she said, for shizzle my nizzle. Live <laughs> on air. <laughs> <laughs> my nizzle, for shizzle my nizzle is nothing. But what does for shizzle my nizzle mean? Break it down. I already know. For four shizzle. is four. Yeah. Right? Uh, let me see. Four and shizzle. For chisel. Okay, so shizzle is sure. My is my. And then nizzle is slang for the N-word. Right. Right. But she didn't say. It's still slang for the N word. Okay, yeah, it's still slang for the N word. See, see, see. Here's, was, see here's I the, say it was properly said. I know cats laugh, but they made jokes out of it. But it, I still say it was probably like yeah, I don't think she should have said it on that. I, I say I, I don't oh. think I don't think that they fired her for saying those words because the woman been around for she was working with the company uh, for twenty years. Uh, WLBT. She had been working for them for 20 years. So they already knew mm. who this woman was. Right. For 20 years, you saying that's the first time she's ever said something like this? No. There was she also got reprimanded for calling one of her coworkers a grandmammy. Mm. <laughs> so she was already a racist. She was racist already. <laughs> But that's but this is my point. She ever had her white sheet. But, but here's the thing: like, they, I, I don't think that they fired her for that cause. I right. think they fired her because she was old and expensive. You know, she was <laughs> you, old. You're saying the brain and, cells starting to leak. Well, well, no. What I'm saying is that she's expensive. You know, she has a big salary. Right. She's been around for you know with them at least twenty uh, two decades. She's mm-hmm. been around at least two decades with that particular station. So. 
you know, you know, she got a pretty nice salary. You, oh, for you got sure. thirty-five year olds right now. If you look around, if you look around the country, a lot of stations are popping up with, with, with news anchors that are under thirty-five years old. Oh my goodness, you see them? Yeah, I see. They're him. young, man. I see them, and so I think that they fired her so that they can make some room in the cap, you know, for a good look. Yeah, you know, what well, was for a younger look, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they got rid of her. That's because she said, well, let let you know, she she listened to everything. She listened to rap. She listened to her. She might, she might got y'all on a, on a great tape somewhere in the car. Well, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if she did because, you know, we got a Did she properly say diverse... it for Monday? Did she say it correctly? Oh, she said it. She said it emphatically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In case y'all don't know, Willie D is a dictionary. Okay, look, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's smart. Ghetto Boys Reloaded podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Are you all about the NBA action? you got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder. 
The vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum All Wheel Drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. And say, man, like, <sighs> do you have any specials planned? Yeah, man. I'm going to tell you, man. Um, I, I ever did two specials down at the Mass Theater. The first special I taped was for Netflix. So me, uh, LaTroy, I'm, we Shout did, out to LaTroy. We did... Um, Netflix, he said, man, I want to do something for you, man. He took me, he said, man, let's record something. I said, I said, man, I want to do this Netflix thing. He called, made the calls. All of it happened. We used, we started recording it. It was two years ago. We recorded, sold our show. Over 400 people showed up. Packed house. I used a guy that I knew that was film, he filmed a lot of video. He do video. I've been knowing him since he was a kid. He filmed a lot of videos. He was doing his thing. He messed my whole, he messed up everything. He didn't film none of it right. All of it was messed up. The sound was messed up. It was so bad that I had to 
we had to trash it. Mm. So we couldn't go back. We couldn't use it for Netflix. And remember, I pay. I paid this guy a lot of money to do my videos. You know him. Oh, you know him personally. Let me uh, drop the name. You know, after Orbit. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Call won't answer the phone. But he called for his money. But you call him when he answered the phone. Messed everything up. It couldn't do nothing. It was so blurry. The sound was off. None of the guys was in the position they were supposed to be in. Nothing. It was bad. Troy called me to the house and said, man, I want you to come to the house, man, and look at this. Troy would say, man, I'm hurting so bad inside. I said, man, I'm going to come over there. Troy House, we watched it. It looked like a little beta tape was recorded. On the, you remember the little betas? Mm -hmm. uh, blur, a 1965 movie. That's what it looked like. Uh, it was just so terrible, man. So we trashed it. Nothing I could do. So I did it again. Um, did, did he offer to give you any of the money back? I ain't talked to Orbit. No phone call. No callback. No apology. Nothing. I said, it's cool. I let it go. Because I chose them. That's that's on me. Because I chose one of the homies to come. Was that the, the one that I attended? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one you came to. Huh. Yeah. At the Mass Theater in Midtown. Okay. Yep. And they, I had to trash it. It was nothing we could do. We couldn't give it. We couldn't send it out. We gave it to the guy that Troy knows. We gave it to him. He said, man, I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying to, I can't fix it. He said, I'm trying to fix the sound. I can't fix it. So it was done. That's unfortunate, man, because that, that done, place, man. that thing was packed out, man. It was packed out. And the energy was there. Oh, my God. It was so lit. I did it again. I said, well, I'm going to try it again with some other people. I tried it again with this guy named Mo. He did a pretty good job with it. So they have it right now. So the guy, he's trying to fix a couple of things that was in there. He's trying to work it all out. But I, it's that's been over, going to be a year now since he's trying to fix it. A little mm. stuff that's messed up because this is what Netflix wanted, but now I'm I'm surpassed all that. I don't, you know, I ain't even worry about it no more. So I hooked up with um with Rec, you know, Rec Shot Records, Rec. Yeah, D Rec, Yeah, I hooked up with D Rec. Shout out D Rec. We um getting ready to shoot some in Houston in two months. It's called Comedy in the H. Okay, we're, we're starting out with comedians. From the H, we're going to lead the committee, and we're going to just go bring all the comedians to Houston. Wherever you're from, it's going to be, that's where you're going to, like you from Chicago, it's going to be coming in the H featuring Chicago comics. Coming in the H featuring Dallas comics. Everything's going to be filmed here in Houston. Mm -hmm. So every comic got to come here. That's going to be, we try to get the match, but they sold up. So we're trying to do it in June. We're going to do it in May, but it can't get the theater. We'll do it in June. So we're looking at two other theaters. Hopefully, if we get these other two theaters, we'll start filming uh, the last weekend in June right here in Houston. Right. But that's good, that's the big thing I got going that, now, man. man. It'd be good for you, man. You know, you've been putting, in, you've been putting in a lot of work, man. It'd be good to see you, you know, get your flowers and, and, and get the money yeah, you know, that go with it. You did. I appreciate that, man. Man, yeah. what do you think about these internet comedians the internet comedians they're good on the internet you may get 
several cats from the internet that's really, really funny. They can go out, they can sell out a crowd. See, it's like, it's like comics, internet comics trying to change the comedy game. See what I'm saying? So like, you know how the new rappers is coming in, how they got their flavor with the new flavors of rappers mm-hmm. now. Like me, I'm, you know, we old school. We like the way our raps, our rappers sound. We go to watch them perform. They like how their rappers sound. Well, all of them sound the same. But that's how comics is. All these internet comedians are the same. They're just internet comedians. But you got some of them that can come in and sell a show out. They'll sell out like that because they're internet comedians. But they get on stage, they ain't got but 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And then you might hear one of your jokes on stage. And the, and the rest of it, them cracking jokes with the audience. rest of it is just audience or somebody else's material. Huh. So they'll come to Houston and sell out. People pile up in there. But people will leave the press. Like, man, I spend all my money on this. Yeah. When you're doing internet, internet's like doing a movie. I could cut. I could cut it. Cut this. Put this in there. I could cut it. Put this. Put this in there. Take that out. Be on that stage. Ain't no cut. You got to go get it or get off. So if I'm on the internet, I go on the internet right now and make up something. Say, oh, I don't like that. Take that out and put this in there. Oh, yeah. It's easy. It's easy money for them. They make $20,000, $30,000 a weekend. But you, you're going to see an internet comedian. You got to remember that. That's what you're going to see. You're not going to see the professionals who work hard at this each and every day without no social media. And that's how I started. With no social media. You write it down. You in a room with your homie. Uh, he with you. He say, take this out. Put this in. No, I don't like that. Then you got another guy say, put this in. Okay, I like that. It's a battle in the room. That's how we used to do it. But not these guys. They got all this. They got social media. They got their own cameras. They got their own friends following them everywhere. So they going to win regardless. What do you say to those who say, yeah, well, you guys who are, you know, the traditional stand-up comedians, you're just jealous. Just you mean? What do you mean by like yourself? jealous? Jealous of their success? Jealous of the internet comedian's success? It's some hatred in that because they're not going by the right way. That's how we see. It. Well, you ain't doing it the right way. Well, you gotta realize they're doing it their way. That's their way to do it. That's their audience they're bringing out. I, they they're called internet comedians. They're not called stand-up comedians. So a stand-up comedian can be jealous of an internet comedian because he can call a theater right now and say, I need this theater. I got I got five thousand people want to come see me. Well show me show me you're gonna have five thousand people here. They can pull it up. They got five thousand people already and they bought their tickets. Guess who they gonna get a building to? <laughs> do do you see there being any type of deterrence there where the venues and even the Fans at some point decide that we're not going to support this type of comedy anymore. They're not. They they're going to still support it because it's comedy. Everyone loves to laugh. They're going to support it because they're going to keep bringing in different audience. I can go to this city and say I'm in Dallas this week with this internet comedian. I'm in Utah this week with the internet. Com- he could travel all over the world. Do you ever get mad at laugh. the fans? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. People I, who they want to be. Yeah, I can get mad at I, I, I say, like, uh, <clears throat> I don't get mad at the fans either, but mm-hmm. I, I do, you know, I do hear people talk about the new generation of hip-hop 
And, you know, mm-hmm. obviously there's a, there's some guys out there that are cold-blooded who could have handled their own. If they had came up in the 90s or, or, or the early 2000s, they'd still be dope, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously there's also some guys out there who are, you know, who are straight trash, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when people complain about the music, I ultimately put it on the fans. When you say the artist is whack, well, the artist can't be whack without the fans being whack. I think the mm. fans are whack. If you're going to buy, if you buy that, it's like you, at the same time you're complaining, you're purchasing these tickets. Mm-hmm. And you're buying, <laughs> yeah. you're buying the streams. You're investing totally in these type of artists. And I even hear the youngsters. I even read a lot of the comments where they would just say whack, but I'm going to check it out. Cause that's what everybody else is going to do. Right. It's like everybody yeah. want to be a part of the show. The show. They want to see the person who's on the internet live. Mm-hmm. That's what the audience want to see. So they whack. They even, I'm going to go see them. But then they get on their phone like, this show ain't, this show ain't what I thought it was. This show ain't what I thought it was going to be. But it's too late now. You done paid the $40, $50 to see this guy. Well, I think, I think to your well, point, I do, I do think that, there is a place for internet com- comics. There's a place for it. There's a place for internet comics you. because they do have a fan base. And those fans who are fans to them mm-hmm. and like what they do, they want to be in the same space with them. They want to. They just want to support whatever they got going on. So they're going to come out and support that. So they have a right to, like you say, spend their money with who they want to yeah. spend their money with. Right. But I do think that overall, just the fans automatically assuming that some of these guys are going to be funny. They really understand stand up because they're going to they're going to be at I don't know the Improv or the Funny Bone or whatever at Caroline's. They think just because they're there that they're going to see some real stand up comp- comedy. Right. I think those times at some point that is going to wane. Those people who really understand comedy, that really like comedy, mm-hmm. are going to start sure. becoming more discerning. Like, yo, wait a minute. Like, my time is valuable. But these chuckles I give cost something, you know. Right. And it I'm costs. not just going to give them to anybody. <laughs> I do think that there's going to come a time when when people start to understanding that, okay, there's a very distinct difference between internet comedy mm-hmm. and stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. That time, that time is gonna come. They think they finding it out right now. If they find out the difference between the real comics and the internet comics. So you go skating. Say you go skating. I'm at a skating ring. You gonna skate with the youngsters or you wanna skate with the pros? Shit, some of the youngsters are pros. Some of the youngsters <laughs> pros. But guess what? <laughs> Just like I said, some of the youngsters and the internet comedians are pros. I ain't say all of them was trash. Right. I right. said some of them was some of them good. So you got the internet, you got some good, but then that late, you want to get on that stage, you want to get on that skating ring, go with the pros, man, because they go they gonna make that round look nice. But you, I ain't gonna skate with the youngsters because they gonna take their time trying to get it. These youngsters took their time and worked on how to f- perfect the internet. They found out that. They can use their phone and film a whole movie. They know how to do all this. They on their phone 24 hours a day. They don't even go outside anymore. You see them outside? 
You know, we used to go outside and play, uh, you know, football, no pads on. Nigga, we go out and hit it. These youngsters ain't outside. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder. The vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG. 37 highway MPG. 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 35 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG. 36 highway MPG. 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 34 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? Of course. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are there any Internet comedians out there that you personally would endorse? Like, and can you, like, actually say their name? Um, Country Wayne. Okay. Country Wayne. Country Wayne. Um, DC Young Fly, all them cats, uh, the one you brought down for your, your roast. Um, I can't think of the name. Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. Them cats, all them cats are beasts. Yeah. It's not on the internet. They, they're beasts, man. And, and that's why they're so successful or not. Mm-hmm. They worked on their craft. They worked on, they worked on. They, you can't stop them. And what they got going on now is, is unbelievable. It's good. So, I would. Those are the kind of cats I would endorse. Those guys, yeah, I like them. They funny as hell. Yeah. Are you doing any writing for any type of shows? You mentioned that that uh, David uh, Rayburn, David Rayburn, Ray uh-huh. was doing some writing and stuff. Right. Have you ever did thought about doing any kind of writing for these uh, sitcoms? No, nah, I never did because once you start writing, that's your time. Hmm. You you. You're going to write. That's it. Well, Paul Mooney was able to balance it. You know, he, Paul, he wrote for, for Richard and so many other comedians d- during his time here. Right. Paul Mooney he, was already connected. For, who else did he write for? He, uh, Richard Pryor. For, I mean, some of the more modern comedians. I think he did some stuff with uh, Chris Rock and mm-hmm. um, I think maybe. But see, those are comics, not sitcom. Hmm? That's not a sitcom. Those are comics. They so you tell me they he, he wrote, they didn't have shows. No, like no, that. he he wrote for their sketch comedy, the, okay. the sketch comedy shows. Okay, yeah. yeah, and he was in a position to he was in a great position because he started back writing with them guys back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. So if you watch, if you go to Tubi right now, you can see some old movies with Paul Mooney in it. Paul Mooney was already out there doing his thing, so when he got with uh, Richard Pryor, Jamie Fox, Red Fox. He got with all them guys and they knew he was an incredible writer. So he could sit there and he can write at his house. Boom, send that in. There you go. You give me a topic, I write on your topic. I mean, if, if it comes to me, yeah, I could do it. Yeah. But you, he was getting paid for it. Some of these guys these days right here, they want you to write, but they don't want you to pay. They don't want to pay. Mm-hmm. Hey, write this from help me with this kid. All right. But I'm using my brain to help you level to another position. You want me to help you level up. 
Are you going to bring me up there with you? No, I just want you to just help me write this last little, I can't get this last piece in. Like, dang, you'll help him. All right, man, I appreciate it. Hang up, boom. Won't mention your name. Don't care to talk about you. If you do a lot of stuff, Paul, when them cats was doing anything, they put Paul Mooney on. Every time Paul Mooney writes something, they put his name out there. Paul Mooney helped me with this. They had to because Paul Mooney would call their asses out. <laughs> I wrote for that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga not once ever gave me credit. Uh, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. That's <laughs> my joke. I wrote that. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. That's me. Yeah. Paul the Mooney. Beast. Yeah, Paul Mooney was something else, man. I opened up for him at the Improv one time. Yeah. And they tried, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, I, when I got, first did you it. Got a, you got any film of that? Uh, no, I just got pictures with him and stuff. But yeah. that's before the camp. We was at the Improv. When Improv used to be, it's still there, but you remember the old Improv. Yeah. When I first started comedy, they booked me to open up for him and I hosted for him. And they tried to they tried to let me go. I had to be like, okay, I'm going to let you. It was going to fire me for that night. True story. They're going to fire me. Paul Moon said, no, I don't fire niggas. No, you working for me the whole weekend. No, no. Why was he going to fire you? Because they were saying that when I was telling my jokes, I was I was telling, I was lighting the crowd up. So the guy that was with Paul, when he talked to... You're saying you wasn't supposed to light the crowd up. I was lighting the ass up. Okay. He was like, you're going too high, level too high up. We need somebody lower than that. I was like, this is true story. He went to the guy that ran the improv, and... He went back and told me that he was going to go ahead and let me go for the weekend. So I went to Paul Paul, like, man, I appreciate working with you, man. This is, they're going to let me go for the weekend. Uh, you're not going anywhere. I don't, I don't fire niggas. Who work, we work together. And the whole weekend, I worked with him. The whole weekend, he came back again. I worked with him again. And I worked with him at the Dolce Lounge. And then the last, that's the last time I seen him. No, no, I saw him at Caroline's in New York. So I'm assuming that's one of the best experiences you've Absolutely, had, yeah. had with a comedian, a well-known comedian. A well-known comedian that said, me, you're not going anywhere. Give me your worst. Who's 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 out there that everybody thinks is probably like this great guy in comedy? <laughs> and you, I, I ain't going there with you, bro. You had this experience with them. I ain't doing and it. And you was like, nah, man, nah. that ain't it. I thought this guy was something different, man. Um... I've been with so many cats, man. I, I don't know. I can't really say who. I really can't. Come on, man. Dropping it. Nah, I you can't. Know, you know what? I'm not, not going to do it. I I'm can't do it. it. I don't know. I but, don't but know. Here's, here's why I'm not going to. Here's, here's why. You know, I, I, yeah. I really should scratch that because here's why. Right. Sometimes people have bad days. Even comedies. Comics. Oh, yeah. Even comics yeah. have bad days. And, you know, sometimes somebody can say something, say something and you just say something wrong. Uh-huh. You know, you say something the wrong way and, you know, because of whatever, you may not have a time, even when you catch us, if you're a good person, you'll catch it anytime. If you're a good mm-hmm. person and you are in a bad mood or you say something and it comes out the wrong way, sometimes, you know, you have the, you have the presence of mind to want to apologize or you catch yourself and you knew that they came out the wrong way and you want to apologize, but. Mm-hmm. 
what happens is that you start separating from that person who you offended or you believe you offended. That person may leave or whatever, or that person's on the other side of the room. You over here and, you know, you, you're sitting on, you're sitting on it, you're sitting on it. And, and then time kind of goes I've by seen and, it then happen. You just, and then you just leave it alone. I seen it happen not too long ago and you saw it happen. With what? You were there too. That improv. Oh, <laughs> oh, that. yeah, yeah. You saw it happening. You calmed yeah. everything down. Yeah. If it yeah. weren't for you, it would escalated to another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it happen. Yeah. And these them two, they was cool. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But that was disrespect. That was a a veteran comedian that disrespected another comedian, which that he shouldn't have done. I agree. I 100% I agree with Corey Hoko. 100. Because, I, I mean, whatever he had to say, whatever, no one should go and take over no one's green room and they working. As a, I learned something from Corey Holcomb that night. Because um, it's so true. When you on stage, now me being a veteran comedian, still a lot to learn in this game. But when you're on stage, you're working, you're working, you're working for 45 minutes to an hour on that stage by yourself. It's sometimes hot, sometimes you sweat and you get tired. When you go get off stage, you do want to go to your green room and relax. But guess what? You got seven shows. You got to, your body got to do all seven shows. You got to be funny for all 45 minutes of those seven shows. You calculate all those hours of doing stand-up for that whole weekend. That's over seven hours of comedy on that stage. So when I get off, I do want to relax my mind because I got another soul out show I got to do. I got another soul out show I got to do. I've been on shows where you get off that stage, you sit down for an hour. Well, you get off stage, you go in the audience. I mean, you go in the lobby, you sell your merchandise. Just think about this. You're going to stay 45 minutes. You get off. You go in there and sell your merchandise. You got to sign it. That's if you want to. You go out there. You meet the people. They want Everybody want a picture. Everybody everybody crowding you. I want my picture. I want a picture. Just hold on. I want a picture. Then you go back and sit down. You got another crowd out there. Now you got to go out to the, go out there to the lobby again. Do the same thing over and over. So when you get off stage now, you don't want to go in the lobby. You want to sit back and relax. And you want to go in your green room and get your mind right. And settle your moments down. It's like, I got to go back out here again. Let me get my mind back set up and just do this again. So for that incident to happen, I think that person should have apologized for, just apologize. Say, man, I apologize for going to your green room. From from what I'm hearing, I don't know. He locked the door, but boom, he couldn't get in, all this. I don't know. But it was the streets that got in the streets. Mm-hmm. But if I was that guy that did that, I would have went and apologized, man. Man, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry, man. This is your weekend. I have no right to take up your green room. I'm going to sit out here and, and watch the show. It was it was wrong for me. So I kind of understood how he felt, you know, in that moment. And I'm cool with all of them. But I just think that what he felt that weekend, and it hurt because it, it hurt comics. Because all of us, we should be together, but we we worse than rappers, huh? Say, man, I don't, that's that. Y'all bad then. Y'all horrible. Well, you don't even know. 
You don't even know, bro. Man, have have you ever helped someone? Have you ever helped a comic who ascended to the top and they, they didn't reach back? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell you don't have to yeah. name you don't have to name them. I don't care. Hell yeah. Yeah. What? Won't look back. Yeah. But we'll call you for something. Won't even answer the phone. Won't even call you and let you know they're coming to town and offer some tickets or something. Who said they 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 who said they they don't live here? <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Top of the top. If I tell you the top, wow. it won't reach down and grab you and pull you up. Because they're afraid that you're gonna take their shine. Yeah. Won't do it. But we'll call you, we'll call you and ask you for some shit. But won't won't reach back. You ever had a um a fan or just a person that was in the audience for the night wait till you walk outside and try to charge you up about a joke you said? No. You never had that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Because what come out of my head is something totally different than a lot of cats. If you if you if a lot of cats hear me, we'd be like, man, hey, man, you funny. I have been I ain't never had nobody charge me up because I ain't, I ain't in the mood of stealing nothing because yeah. the way I think is not how they think. So No, 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 no. I'm not talking about a comic. I'm saying, I know you're talking about like I'm a, saying a fan. A fan. Like a fan or somebody just in the audience try to charge you up, Mm-mm. try to charge you up for the, what you said on stage. About like them? If you said something that they, nah. that they felt that was offensive. Nah, never. Never in my whole life. That is that says a lot. Never, I ain't never got to altercation with nobody. At least one comedian hit that that hasn't happened. To I you. have never. As, no one has never did that. Maybe I have you been probably do home. some consultations. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy record. how you said there was such a serious face. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm in therapy right now. <laughs> My therapist just said something with a serious face. You need just consultations. <laughs> hey, dog. <laughs> we, <laughs> I have never, I have been, think about me, I would do, I would do a show anywhere and everywhere. I do parties. I do house parties. I do hole in the wild clubs. I have did a show in Louisiana. In Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Hole in the wall. Went in there. I'm talking about these thugs. Like, yeah. Huh, walk in there and be like, with that girl, man, yeah. I said, I said, yeah, you don't want to be your girl made you come. I would talk, man, I said, man, they'll come outside. I said, hey, man, I don't even laugh. Man, you got me laughing. <laughs> man, I don't know who the fuck are you, laugh. who the fuck you been, but I don't laugh, bro. I said, damn, I'm glad you laughed tonight. Because <laughs> I saw your shirt. <laughs> had a pistol in it. <laughs> I said, yeah, you can shoot it, but I got a water gun with bleach in it. I'll fuck your clothes up. <laughs> He, uh, the dude fell out laughing. Man, what's your social media, bro? Let me let me keep up with you, man. Let me keep up with you, bro. Let me keep up with you. I said, Nah, man. I just see if I come back here. I don't need you to have my number, your phone case. Them law fire you. They gonna call me and ask me who you are. Man, we just in that lot of fire. Come on, I got you. Whatever you need, I got you, man. To this day, I go to Louisiana. I'm in Louisiana. Uh, matter of fact, two months ago, went to a show up there with Piper, comedian named Piper. Shout out. Uh, he do the show in Louisiana. The dude came to the show. Said right there, what's up, baby? We on here, bro. I said, God, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't with that girl no more. I said, 
So every, he said, man, ever since I've, I've uh, made him laugh, he's been a fan of comedy. He said that helped him get out of what he was what he was into. Did you mess with him on stage? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. You think I did? Oh, he loved it. I ain't paid for nothing that whole night. <laughs> Drank, ate free like my old. You know what's crazy, man, is that. But you can change. Comedy can people, change people the way people think. You really can. People like to hear that name on, on when you when the comic yeah. comic is on stage. People like to hear that name shouted out. Are uh, you saying something about him or whatever? As oh, long man. as it's as long as it's not offensive. It ain't if, offensive. If you saying something that's funny, right? Like you got on something crazy, or you go back, or you know somebody, yeah. And you tell a story about it. It's like I love comedy, man. And some <laughs> of the funniest thing, some of the funniest comedy I've ever heard is when a comedian gets on stage who I know a friend of mine would get on stage and tell something about that he know about me that most people don't know. Right. It's funny as hell because like I say, I mean, I probably laugh at myself harder than I laugh at anything. <laughs> you, I mean, you saw the roast. Oh my you know? God. Yeah. Man, when we did your roast, that was so much fun. That Willie D had them shoes on with the socks already in them, boy. I mean, them shoes came with the socks in them already. Hey, look at these right here. You, yeah, you niggas ain't got these. Don't nobody got them blood pressure socks. <laughs> he Willie D was so clean, had a little tight suit on him. Like, you put that suit in the dryer before you got up here. That nigga suit like this. I said, Willie D strong in the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't never seen no shoe with the socks already in them. Ooh, man. <laughs> Pull them up. Man. Let's go. That was the coldest roll. Then he had the little midget dude try to rank on me. Ah, oh, I got up there and ate him uh, up. Uh, I got him man. up. I told you, yeah, you, you standing on your Brad casket. Williams. Yeah, you see, you standing on your casket. Shouts out to Brad Williams, <laughs> man. I tell him, your hearse is a TP Cruiser, dog. Oh, man. That's, that is funny as hell. Man, give me your top five comics. Top five. Ah, they dead. <sighs> what? <laughs> they dead. I know. I got, I got, but they, they got names. Yeah, they got names. names, but I don't think they're going to be able to hear this who, shit. Who are they? Huh? <laughs> who, who, who are your top five? All right, you got Bernie Mac. Yeah. Bernie Mac was one of my favorites. Okay. He changed the game. Um, Mike Epps, one of my favorites. We started out together back in... Mike Elson, one of my favorite. That's two. Dave Chappelle, he's a smart comic. Mm -hmm. I call him a smart comic. He's three. Um, me, comedian gross man. Uh -huh. My damn self. Right. <laughs> yeah, one more. <laughs> y'all, y'all might not, y'all, some, y'all might not. Uh, it's, it's, it's so, it's, it's, man. Um. Blue collar, get her done. Mm -hmm. I can't. What, What's his name? I can't uh, think of yeah, his I name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to think of his name right now, but he's like one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I got coached by my coaching came from Steve Harvey. That's where my coaching came from. Um, I was um. When I was at the hip hop coming stop, he pulled me to the side and say, "Man, you come with me." I I toured with Steve. He taught me things, but the reason why I lost out with that because I'm gonna just say, all the comics know, if you opening up for somebody, do what you're supposed to do. 
Do your time. Do what you supposed to do. Get off. I'm young. I ain't never been nowhere. I'm from the hood. I ain't never been nowhere. Right. They laughing. I'm going over the time. Not realizing Mm -hmm. this is a business. Mm-hmm. This building costs. If you go this time, building costs. So you just took up Steve time for your time. So he give you this. You doing? You gonna host? You gonna do ten minutes? You gonna do five up front? Bring the other. You gonna do another five? Bring me up. I go up. Boom! I just I don't even remember how much time I was doing. They give me like blah blah blah. I come out stage for the, we was in Austin. I come out stage. We're in the hotel room. I'm in the hotel sleep. They call me some time. Man, come on, man. We gotta go. Come on down, man. We got to go. I walked down like, damn, man. You, so Steve set me down for the last time at the Wing Theater by yourself in the room with me, coached me, and told me everything that I need to do. Say, you are not coachable. You don't listen. He wasn't lying. He told me everything. And that was the last time I was on stage with him. Mm. Yep. And I realized when I, when I lost what I could have had, but what I lost. So, but he'll see me and say, what's up to me or whatever. It was still cool, but towards me, like, performing, that was that was done. So I would tell young comics, if you're on stage with somebody that's a, a professional comedian that's already up there, just listen to what they have to say. Don't take that time and shine because they didn't come to see you, but they're learning about you. So if they come to, they came to see Steve, they come to see this Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, they come and see them cats. They the one sold the tickets, not you. So if they mm-hmm. sold all these tickets and they come to see them and he gave you an opportunity to get in front of those people and to perform, then respect the time, respect the comedian, respect the business. If you respect all that, man, you ain't have no problem with nobody in this game. That's why I ain't got no problem. Because I learned. I learned. So I didn't, I'm hosting, my God, man. I host so many shows now because I learned the game. I learned how it is. Somebody say, when you're in a big theater like the Financial Center and you're doing all that, respect the time. Just come on. Speaking of Chris Rock, mm-hmm. hy- hypothetical scenario here. You're emceeing an event. <laughs> <laughs> it's being televised. Before the world. Mm-hmm. Very important event. You, Terry Grossman, mm-hmm. has a tuxedo on with an L.A. Raiders hat. <laughs> <laughs> what, Dodgers? It's the, the L.A. Dodgers. Dodgers. Hey, look at here, homie. Got the L.A. Dodgers hat on. Right? right. And you crack a joke about somebody's wife. They get offended. They mm-hmm. come up on stage and slap you to death. Mm-hmm. What do you do? First, I think about it. <laughs> I say, he's a multi-billionaire. I'm going to pass out on that stage, and I'm going to get paid. I'm going to catch his ass in the street. <laughs> and we're going to go for it. Right then and there, me being, me being, uh, I don't know, me being like I am, I don't think I could have took that punch. I mean, that slap. I don't think I could have took that slap. He slapped me and we fighting. Win or lose, we fighting. If I'm already a millionaire and you a millionaire, I I couldn't do it. Man, we going to fight. It was too many chairs in there not to get thrown around in that motherfucker. 
<laughs> nigga, I saw that. That nigga slapped me. As soon as he turned his back, and no, he been no more bite. He been walking around here like this here the whole time. Wrong <laughs> with Will? I don't know. No more movies. But what happened with Chris? Chris is smart. Chris didn't do nothing back. No, Will don't have no. Got kicked out of all these movies. I mean, his name was the lowest thing in Hollywood for slapping that dude. Not anymore. He picked it back up. Why Will, you say that? He Will Smith, bro, he gonna come back. Like I, I told you, man. I mean, I'd have caught him at the party. People, people in the America have a very short memory, bro. When, when it come to outrage, mm-hmm. they have a very short memory, man. They gonna go on to something else. Will to bounce back just because he's 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 a likable dude and he's very very talented more than anything. He's talented and he's smart. He's a smart businessman. He'll bounce back. I lay low though. Shit, he's already laid low. No, he ain't laid low enough. It's been it's been a year. It's time to get back at it, baby. I don't know. Time to get back to the. What money. would you have done, Willie? Shit, knowing that you're a ghetto boy, I would have pulled. But you've been saved now. I would have pulled out my gun and took care of my business right there at the Oscars. You can't have no gun in the Oscars, Willie. I'd be damned. You saved. You pastor now the church. I, I wouldn't have shot nobody, but, but <laughs> I wouldn't have shot. But you still a ghetto boy. Huh? I wouldn't have shot nobody, but uh-huh. you know. But I wouldn't have done that though. It wouldn't have been me. It, it just would not have been me gotcha. because I would you not. You wouldn't have got up there and did that. I, I, would not, I would not have made them type of jokes about a man's wife. First of all, he, that's true. I wouldn't have done it. That's true. I, you know, I, 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 and I, and I, and I know equation. some ca- comics say, ah, oh, man, it was a weak joke. It was soft. It was a, I'm just saying. And plus, they, from what I understand, there was some history of him making jokes about her also. Yeah, it showed it. So I, I mm-hmm. would not. I'm not that type of dude because I already know what that type of stuff lead to. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to invite unnecessary drama, unnecessary conflict, because conflict is costly. Even if you win, you might lose. Right. You right. Know? Even, right. If, even if you win, you could lose your freedom. You could lose a lot of money. You could lose a lot of sleep and energy because you're in a constant state of paranoia because now you have another enemy walking around here. You see, so I, I'm not in the business of creating unnecessary enemies. Now, once it's time to go to Watt, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I am a fearless warrior. I will go to war, but I'm not going unnecessarily. Right. You know, that's why I, I reserve the right to my resources. Mm-hmm. So if I have to use them, I will use them when it counts. I'm not going to just be just, just walking around like a lot of these cats just – an enemy a day. They're just averaging an enemy a day. Like everybody, they mad at everybody. Everybody's their enemy. That is a bad, bad way to live, you know. And I, I, I like the peace that I have of being mm-hmm. able to move around by myself and don't have to deal with have to deal with an entourage. Now I move by, around by myself because I, I personally believe that I nobody can guard my body better than me. You know, right? Pocket. Pac had security with him. He got killed. Big had security with him. He got killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Reagan. Reagan had security with him. He almost got killed. They shot the president of the United States. Right. So a determined mind is one of the most unstoppable force known to man. You know? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter how tough you are and how much security you have and what your position is. Right. If you run up on the wrong one, it could happen. 
It could happen. Yeah. But, and, but, and, but you know and, what? And, it made it, and that's what happened. And, it was a fed up type of situation. From talking about his wife from the first one to this one and to some other thing. So it wasn't that Will was laughing. It was just Jada wasn't laughing. And he felt her pain. So he had to do something about it, her pain. And that's where he took her pain and made it his pain and went up there and slapped this guy. I never heard that take, man, but that's a good take right there. You know, I never thought about that. It's like yeah. it wasn't that it was funny to him. Right. But when he realized it's not funny to her, it made her feel some type of way. Exactly. Now he gotta do something about gotta it. Do something about it. Uh that's okay. her pain. He took her pain into his pain, went up there and slapped him and made his pain feel her pain, so they both felt the same. Uh, you know what I'm saying? See, but I tell you, man, you could do consultations, man. You could, you could do that, bro. You know, now you got me in therapy. <laughs> Lady, hey, man, I appreciate hey, you man. coming on the show. Hey, look here, man. I how, how, it, how can man. the people reach out to you? All right, y'all, check it out, man. Comedian Gross Man on everything, man. All social media, on everything. You can just pull up Comedian Gross Man, and we're working on that Houston, Houston Live comedy show. Y'all just stay tuned to that. Like, uh, I'm going to be, like, on all the commercials. I mean, we doing commercials, Isaiah Carey. We doing everything. Hopefully, I get a chance to come back here and and push it again. But that's the biggest thing I'm going to be doing in Houston. That's what I'm really, really focused on. But if you want to hire me to do shows, parties, house parties, concerts, I do it all. I just did Tank at the uh, Hobby Center. I just did Fantasia and Joe at... Uh, the financial center, so I do all of them. And I'm getting ready to do the arena theater with the, the R&B group coming. They ain't pay me yet, so I ain't going to say their name. But when they do pay me, I'll let them know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I get my money first before I promote your ass. Go get the money. Go get the money. But Ladies yeah, and gentlemen. That's me. Comedian Grossman, baby. Comedian Grossman. Hey, man. My Appreciate guy. you having me. Thank you, And I'm going to thank Willie Appreciate D, man, you. for having me in here, man. Me and Willie D go back like car seats. And we can continue to be brothers in this game, y'all. So I appreciate you having me. Appreciate you, Willie. Absolutely. No more talk. My flowers, nigga. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Iberostar Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.